Hello, everyone, and welcome to On Wednesdays We Watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a TV show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Brody, and with me, as always, is Jesse. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. And today we are talking about season six, episode 10 of One Tree Hill, titled Even Fairy Tale Characters Get Jealous, which, fun fact, is a song by Play Radio Play. Honestly, that is cool. a really apt title for what I've been working on all afternoon. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> what is not, which is not One Tree Hill related whatsoever, but it does involve Disney princes. So, yeah, there we go. Yes. How toxic they are. There we go. Yes. Uh, anyway. So we open with Peyton uh, introducing the first act of the USO show that she talked about doing with Derek a couple episodes ago. It is happening. We are doing a USO show. Yay! Yay! She introduces Haley to the stage, and Haley is uh, visibly very nervous. And when she opens up her mouth, nothing comes out. And then Haley wakes up because it's a dream. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And we're back. Yep. And we're, we're back. Back to the dream sequences. Yes. Yes. And then Brooke gets up and walks into the kitchen to find Sam sitting at the table with breakfast ready and her with a big smile on her face. And I, at first I was like, wait, is this a dream? Right. No, th- no, this is real. This is reality. Then uh, not a dream, but maybe a nightmare. Millie comes home to find Gigi in Mouth's bed. In his shirt. Mm hmm. Yes. And she walks out to find Mouth on the couch asleep, and then she leaves. She handled that much better than I would have. Yes. Even down the road when she addresses it. Uh-huh. She yeah. handled that much better than I would have. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have been dragging Gigi out by her fucking hair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then... Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> what's... <laughs> Haley with Nanny Gary. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, then Nathan pulls the worst joke ever where he gets home from the doctors in a wheelchair. This, this man. And he's just joking because the doctor said he's totally fine. He just has to take a few days of rest. and He's going to be just fine, which Haley's grateful for after she freaks out about him, you know, being after in the wheelchair. throws the microwave at him. Uh-huh. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he says he's just fine, you know, and he's also very excited for her show tonight and but she forbids him from going because doctor's order said he has to you know take it easy and relax and being at a big concert like that is not taking it easy um yes but as we see later there is someone in the audience of that show waving their crutches in the air so Mm -hmm. he would have been fine yep he would have been just fine he would have been just fine fine. it is an accessible concert we love that yes Yes, Um, but she does say that she's a little nervous about it, and he tells her just to go back to the time when she would just sing for him in the cafe. Just the two of them. Aww. We love a season season one callback. Yes. Then Lucas wakes up to Peyton, immediately asking him (laughs) what he meant by okay when she told him about her and Julian. Like, she's on top of him. He just wakes up and bam, there's Peyton. Yep. Like, what, what did you mean when you said okay? And he just like, you know, you, you, you can be angry or ask questions or something, but he just says, okay. And she's like, you can stop with the okay thing. (laughs) Great. Cool. Okay. 
Then Brooke is skeptical about Sam cooking breakfast because in the book she's now reading about parenting a teenager, usually teens do something nice when they're in trouble or they want something. And Sam just says, nope, I just wanted to do something nice for you. And then we hear the phone ring and Brooke says, no, let the machine pick it up. And we hear that it is the adoption agency asking about placement with Brooke for a newborn. And Sam just calls her the new Angelina. Yep. Which is the most 2009 joke ever. Oh, very timely. God, very much so. God. Then all of those children are full adults now. Uh-huh. You know that, right? Like, uh, yes, yes. Just rude. Oh, trust me, it was because I, I saw the pictures from I them in Wilmington. That doesn't mean I have to like it. Right, right, exactly. No, they all are. Yeah, it's a thing. Beautiful, stu- just stupid beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stop it. Yep. Then we see Millie, all mouth, and tell him that she's home and she'll be there in about five or ten minutes. And oh, by the way, Marvin, get that slut out of my bed. Yeah. He, she you did can... give him a chance to be honest with her. Yep. Uh-huh. She did. She did. And, and he's he just failed like, so bad. <laughs> He's like, when are you going to be home? What, what is this? Uh, yes, yes. You know, doing right. the mental, you see him doing the mental math of five to 10 minutes. Oh God. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a half naked girl in my bed. It's fine. Yep. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I can get her out in 10 minutes, five minutes even. We're fine. Yeah. Until Millie goes, get that slut out of my bed. Yep. It's great. <laughs> then Lucas goes over to Julian's and Julian says, how are you doing, Lucas? And Lucas just punches him and says, okay. Because yeah. Lucas is, Lucas is okay. Yeah, he's okay. He's, he's okay. okay. Guys. He's okay. <laughs> oh, God. Then Lucas goes over to Nathan and Haley's um, where they give him some ice and a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yep, yep. Because they find out about the fact that, you know, Julian dated Peyton and they're like, sorry, we don't mean to like laugh about it, but it, we're just happy the drama's not with us this time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The most drama they have is the fact that Jamie has an imaginary friend named Oscar. I'm sorry, Chester has an imaginary friend named Oscar that Jamie takes around with him. Yes. And also yep. that he was hustling kids at school with snacks. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's learning <laughs> economics. It's fine. He's going to be a businessman like Grandpa Dan. yep yep uh then lucas and Haley leave and um nathan is surprised to find q sitting on the couch what's no you have to q's intro line is nathan nathan goes oh my kid has a an imaginary friend i knew he was going to end up being weird and then like crash cut to q (laughs) so i don't remember q's line i I don't either that's how he's introduced Yep, we're talking about how Jamie has an imaginary friend. Well, guess who also has an imaginary friend, Nathan? You do in the form of Q. It's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's and not fine. only that, but Nathan's imaginary friend used to be real. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh. Yeah. Then we cut to Mouth, who is desperately trying to get Gigi out of bed, and she just won't quit flirting with him at all. And she's very hungover, and we find out what actually happened from the night before. It's that Gigi got very drunk and ended up puking all over herself. And could not drive home. So Mouth brought her home, got her cleaned up, put her to bed, and he didn't take advantage of her at all. Of course not. It's Mouth. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh. But Millie storms into Brooke's house, freaking out about Mouth, when Brooke reminds her that they are head over heels for each other. And Millie's like, yes, yes, I know that. But um, I'm also a virgin, and we've never slept together. 
To which Brooke just equates that to finding the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot or a unicorn. <laughs> which is literally what she calls Millie. Mm-hmm. Yes. But well, then she also proceeds to ask, you've never even, no no H, no B, no J, no, no, no none, jobs, none. H or B. No, right? <laughs> and Millie's like, no, nothing, none. Yeah. I also and just Brooke's love, like, like, how outraged Brooke was until mm-hmm. she found out Mouth slept on the couch. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. And then Millie says that, no, Mouth slept on the couch. And Brooke goes, wait, what? Honey, go home and talk to Mouth. You're fine. He didn't do anything. Promise. He's, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. It's and Millie's like, are you sure? And Brooke's like, yes, go. Love it. Then um, Peyton and Sam are getting ready for the USO show because we find out that Sam is going to be helping Peyton out um, as some partial repayment for ruining her dress. <laughs> and Peyton basically says, yeah, this is going to be like repaying for a sleeve. And we'll see what else goes on after that. Um, just don't screw anything up. And Sam then asks her about being adopted and if she ever met her birth parents. And Peyton says, yeah, I did one recently, which didn't turn out so well. Um, And Sam just basically tells her that she and Brooke probably aren't going to last forever because the adoption agency um, contacted Brooke about a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like Mm -hmm. a real a real thing where Mm -hmm. like adoptive parents prioritize getting Mm -hmm. well because i think sam even says it later she's like people want the puppy not the mutt yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah just heartbreaking Mm -hmm. like god damn it yep then uh peyton's brother Derek shows up because obviously this show is for the marines and everything and peyton makes jokes about have the fact that he and sam both have issues about parents yeah (laughs) it's great it's great it's great yes Um, then uh mouth explains exactly what happened to millie and um, she accepts that he's telling the truth, but she says, now, new rule, no one else in our bed, and you have to burn those sheets. Fair. Yeah. She's handling it very well, I will say. Yeah. No, Millie is a, is a smart lady. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Mouth Arguably can... Use... the most mature 22-year-old of the bunch. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and it's Mouth. Mouth. And Mouth can use his words sometimes. You know, usually not on the first try, because... No. But second time, he usually gets it right. It's fine. Then we go back to Nathan, who is playing video games, and Q is talking to him and giving him a hard time about the slam ball game, about how he quit. Cool. Great. Q, even after death, is the best shit talker in Tree Hill. <laughs> completely. <laughs> completely. Yes. Yes. And I respect that about yep. him. I respect yep. that character choice. <laughs> yep. Then Haley uh, tells Peyton at the USO show that she can't perform because she's too nervous and she's going to screw it up. And Mia's like, I would love to see that. And a wild Mia appears. Yay, Yay. Mia's back. I do have a question as a superstitious uh, performing arts adjacent person. Uh Why the fuck would Haley wear the same outfit she's wearing in her nightmares to this concert? Budget cuts. Uh Uh-huh. Budget cuts. Nope. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Haley. Wardrobe, wardrobe budget sucks. Yeah, I understand. They shot it all on the same day. They shot it all at the same costume. I understand, like, in reality why it happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, in world. Yeah. Why would you wear the same thing outfit? you were? Yeah. I don't care how cute that outfit is and how fast I would put that on my body. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> wear a different outfit. That's mm-hmm. not associated with your nightmare. Yep. That is just superstition 101. Yes. Come yes. on, Haley. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
So we find out Sam's job is going to be, be to be Mia's assistant for the show, which is fun. And um, they all trade fun banter and uh, quips about being nervous and uh, second albums and all that fun stuff until Peyton introduces Haley to the stage. And Haley gets on stage uh, after she freaks out to me and says, what, 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 what's the first words of my song? And Mia tells her she goes on stage and she sings the song and it's beautiful and it's pretty. And I love wonderful. that song. It's yeah. a great song. It's a great song. Um, Sam then admits that it's kind of weird seeing Haley be so cool on stage. And Mia's like, well, get used to it because Haley's a badass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. My 22 year old teacher is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's wow. so weird. That's suspicious. Right. <laughs> Yeah, my 22-year-old beautiful teacher who has the sexiest husband on the planet. She's cool? No mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah. Get God. it together, Sam. Come yep. on. <laughs> yep. Then we go back to Nathan and his uh, imaginary best friend, Q. And Nathan's watching the Slamball Championship. And Q says, it's probably a good thing he quit, you know? And then he asks him if he quit basketball or just Slamball. Again, with a whole bunch of more shit talking sprinkled in. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then also, we go back. Oh yeah. Get out of his brain, Q. Get uh-huh. out. Get out. Get yeah. out of his head. He is You're... being a good dad. Yep. It's nice to see you, Q. But get out. Yep. 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 But also, it's like, yes, one could make the argument for Q is actually haunting Nathan. But if we want to go with the, you know, imaginary friend. Oh no! This or, is yeah. This is Nathan's like, subconscious. Yeah, no, it's Nathan's subconscious, and Nathan's subconscious sounds like a shit-talking 16-year-old, which is perfect, yep. because he used to be a shit-talking 16-year-old. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I yep. mean, uh, we all saw him at that slam that slam ball game last episode. He can still shit-talk with the best of them, so mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, it exactly. makes perfect sense that his subconscious uh, it calls him out on every little thing in mm-hmm. the best way possible. Definitely, definitely. Then we go back to the USO show and Julian is there trying to get Peyton to help him talk to Lucas. But she says that, you know, you should just go talk to him. Don't involve me. Just go talk to Lucas. Obviously not knowing that Lucas punched him, but it's fine. (laughs) Speaking of Lucas, he goes to Brooke backstage um, and asks her about Julian. And she tells him why Peyton didn't tell him uh, about Julian was because she knew how happy he was about this movie and about writing the screenplay. And she reminds him about how um, he has no right to be mad because let's not forget how he tried to hook up with Brooke the night after he proposed to Peyton. So he has no reason to be mad whatsoever. And also he was literally going to marry another woman when Peyton came back in his life. He was literally at the end of an aisle waiting for this person who is never going to show up because it's a cursed church. Like, mm-hmm. yep. come on. Like I'm yep. actually like, okay with the level of his reaction based on the fact <laughs> that of ev- all the other things mm-hmm. going on in this yep. love story. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Brooke just tells him, you know, go, go kiss it out and it's going to be just fine. And he says he could, if he could squeeze, you know, between them and the between her and the rebound guy is we then see him looking at Julian standing next to Peyton. Yeah, I do. I do like Brooks. Like he was a rebound. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it. And Luke's like, well, she said they were in love. And Brooks says, of course. Yes. That's what happens when you rebound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. Also, let's not forget. Let's not forget about your rebound. My friend. Rebound. Exactly. <laughs> yes. What do the Scott men have in, have in common? They like to marry, almost marry the rebounds. <laughs> they love 
to you plan your... what they love to plan weddings with a rebound. <laughs> yep. You and your daddy uncle almost did the same fucking thing there, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, like Lucas, there were there was a moment while the, he was at Haley and Nathan's house mm-hmm. where he he pulled like a one eyebrow like look at his brother and I'm like, "Oh, that is Keith. That mm-hmm. is Keith." like manifesting himself out of Lucas's face right now. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is very good. Mm -hmm. I love this. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It was great. It was great. It was great. Then, uh, then we go to Peyton who introduces Mia to the stage where she sings another one of her great songs, which I, if I remember correctly, nostalgia wise, this was on the deluxe version of her first album and immediately, and it was released like the week that this came out. So good, good on them for marketing it properly. And I immediately went and downloaded it off iTunes as soon as that happened. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i remember that clearly uh, then, she does walk on stage saying hey guys i'm single mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. cool i am mia, mia <laughs> is me. yep i was yeah. recently dubbed the thirstiest person they know by my friends i love um, that so i identify with mia <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah then backstage, Derek tells Haley that she did amazing. And, you know, when is she going to go on tour again? And Haley says, oh, no, no, I, I'm done touring because I have my son and my family and I'm putting them first. And Derek says that he wishes he had parents that made those same choices. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Then Gigi thanks Mouth for helping her out the night before. But Mouth kind of lays down the law and shuts down the conversation, asks her to be a little more professional going forward. Sure, mouth. Yeah. Sure, that'll that'll work. Exactly. Do I hear a too little too late? Yeah. Yeah. God. Get her transferred. You don't have to get her fired. Mm-hmm. Get her transferred to another anchor. Well, she's an intern. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get, use her somewhere else. It's fine. Yeah. Just be like, I she's being inappropriate and I can't, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want to get her fired, but I cannot have her. Salary employees have been fired for less. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then we get to my favorite scene of the night, which is Brooke going up to Julian and reminding him, you've read this book, correct? You've read An Unkindness of Ravens, right? Then you know that being a third in the Lucas and Peyton love triangle is never a good thing and it never works out well. And she also reminds him that they are two of her best friends and she will mess with him if he messes with them. (laughs) And Julian just immediately laughs and smiles and says, that sounds like fun. Okay, but is it bad if I kind of like the idea of Julian and Brooke together? Is that bad? I mean, I mean Lucas and Peyton, or excuse me, not Lucas and Peyton. Peyton and Brooke have very obviously had the same taste in men. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's not the worst idea. Yeah. 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 No. And the way he smiles at her, it's like, okay, yep, we get it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yep. Okay. Um, but then Peyton comes up and immediately asks Julian to fall into a blackberry coma. There's a story behind that. There's a like that is the most 2009 thing. Like if you told someone now to fall into a blackberry coma, they'd think you were talking about the fruit and not the piece of technology. Yes. Dear God, we're old. It's fine. Yeah, she tells him to fall into a Blackberry coma and stop flirting with her best friend. And then she tells Brooke, yeah, you have to come with me. We're going to go introduce the band. And Brooke's like, what? And Peyton's like, yes, we're going to introduce the band. Very wide-eyed, like, come on, Brooke. 
Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go introduce the band. <laughs> Brooke, I'm saving you from my ex-boyfriend. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Run, away. Room, bitch. Yeah, Run you're away. You're about to Run fall away. into that smile, bitch. Yep. You need to come with me. Exactly. We're extracting you. Because yep. Peyton also knows that she and Brooke have the same taste in men. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Yes. Then we go back to Nathan and Q. And Q won't leave Nathan alone. And Nathan finally blows up and tells him he quit so he wouldn't end up back in that wheelchair. He tells him he won't do that to Haley and Jamie again. And Q kind of laughs that off as a lame excuse. And Nathan tells him how hard he worked on his dream. And then, to be honest, when Q was there, it helped. And then Q died. And he realized that dreams die and things change. And he lost faith in his dream. And annoyed, Q asks him if he's just going to give up as he has a second chance to do this. Unlike Q. Man, I wish my entertainment provided therapy. Oh, Seriously. Right? God. Instead of just crippling anxiety? The voices in my head were rational. Right. Productive <laughs> at in any way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Yep. Then we go to Julian, who approaches Lucas and tells him that if he um, had told him about Peyton, he wouldn't work with him and he wouldn't make the movie. And Lucas tells him, yeah, you're right. And there isn't going to be a movie. And Julian tells him, well, actually, you signed over the rights to me and the movie's going to be happening with or without you. And this is why you have a lawyer look at contracts, Lucas. Exactly. exactly Instead of signing them at a bar. Uh huh. After like, I'm. I would have to go back and listen to the episode because I oh, actually we said don't it. think we it's out yet. We absolutely said it. Mm-hmm. We absolutely yeah. said it. I don't think it's out yet, but when it comes out, mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm pretty sure we have this conversation. <laughs> yep, well, we absolutely okay. do. My updated feelings on this. I'm not a lawyer, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like there's something there about misrepresenting yourself to like to in order to get a contract signed i feel like if lucas were to hire a lawyer at this point mm-hmm. they would have at least some kind of case sure you want to go up against a multi-million dollar studios lawyers to try to fight that i'm i'm just saying yeah because there was a lot of like lying by omission to get mm-hmm. lucas to sign that contract lucas is also an unemployed ex-basketball coach slash aspiring writer yeah, he's, he he's a writer. Who got offered a six-figure advance. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So there's that. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. No, from I, my, I get, from no, my I totally not get a lawyer it. perspective. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then Peyton and Brooke are on stage to introduce Angels and Airwaves. So Honestly, fucking a excited. Bad I had not thought about in Ugh. over a decade, if not longer. Oh, dear God, dear God. Um, And as they get off stage, Peyton tells Brooke about her conversation with Sam earlier about the baby and tells her that, uh, you know, they should go talk as Sam probably thinks her days with Brooke are pretty much numbered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Poor Sam. Sam. We go to back to Nathan and Nathan's team wins the slam ball championship. And Nathan says, Hey, see, they didn't need me at all. And tells Q there is more to life than basketball, mainly, you know, Haley and Jamie. And Q tells him that he owes it to them to be the best version of himself. And there is nothing selfish about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm conflicted. I'm very conflicted about what I think is happening with Haley and Nathan. 
mm-hmm. moving forward. But we can talk about that in like last thoughts or whatever. But yeah. Okay, then we go back to Millie, who goes to see Gigi at the at the station and tells her to stay away from mouth. And Gigi just continues on smiling as Millie leaves. She's like, what are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? You know me? Said no innocent person ever. Exactly. Yeah. Then Brooke goes to Sam to talk about the phone call from the adoption agency and tells her that she should never feel threatened about being asked to leave. She reminds her that her home is Sam's home and it will be that way for as long as she wants it to be. Cute. Good. Good, good, good. good. Thank you. Yes. Good. Good. Reassure the child. Good job. Because she is still a child. Exactly. Yep. Then Peyton joins Lucas to watch the band and apologizes to him for everything. And they kiss and make up. And Lucas tells her he's not doing the movie. And Peyton says he, you know, Peyton says he can't take that away from him. Uh, But Lucas says that he doesn't want to work with him and he doesn't trust him. And Peyton feels guilty about it. But Lucas assures her that there will be other books and other opportunities. He's sure about it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. Good. Then after the show, Peyton sees Derek and he thanks Peyton for setting up the concert for the USO and the Marines. And he tells her he realized after tonight he spent too much time dwelling on the family he doesn't have. Instead, he should be focusing on the family that he does have. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Growth from a minor character. Growth from a tertiary character, not even <laughs> a secondary character. Exactly. Dear God. Yep. And then uh, we get a really cute interaction between Sam and Mia where Sam's like, can I get your autograph? And Mia's like, I'll do you one better. Here's my phone number. Call me and we'll hang out. Because, you know, Haley, Brooke and Peyton are all very cool, but they're kind of (laughs) boring. They're old. They're old. They're so (laughs) old. Yeah. Then we go back to Gigi and Mouth and she asks Mouth if um, he can uh, take her to her car as it's late and it's dark. And, you know, they never found out who shot Quentin Fields and she's freaked out about it. Okay, fine. So Mouth being the gentleman takes her to her car and she admits to him that she doesn't want to cause trouble between him and Millie. And they have a really sweet conversation and she gives him a hug. But we see Millie watching from her car a few spaces away. Gigi knew. Right? Gigi knew yeah. Millie was there? Oh, Gigi absolutely knew that yeah. Millie was still in the parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Then Julian goes to talk to Peyton, who immediately goes after him for all that he's done. And Julian explains that he first apologized and to Lucas and wanted Lucas on the film. And he even let him punch him, which Peyton did not realize <laughs> that Lucas punched Julian. And <laughs> she's like... <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Swing! Okay. So. <laughs> Right. Then Julian says that he believes in the book and he wants to make the movie with Lucas. And he asks Peyton to convince Lucas to do the movie um, because it's going to be the movie that Lucas wants. And Julian doesn't think he can make the movie without him. And Peyton says that she will talk to him. Cool. Cool. Haley then comes home to find Nathan has rearranged the living room for a private encore of the show with Haley. And, um, yes, he asks her for the encore and he also, um, makes her promise never to be scared to chase their dreams. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that rearranging the living room does not go under the heading of resting at home. Exactly. Which she does call him out on and he's like, I'm fine. Everything's (laughs) fine. I don't. Yeah. 
then Brooke calls the adoption agency back and tells them that she's interested in the baby. But then she finds out that the fact that she has Sam can complicate that matter. Hmm. So probably no baby coming. Okay. Also, all the while, while sweet, sweet Sam is listening at her bedroom door and mm-hmm. hears the disappointment in Brooke's voice when she finds out that yeah. Sam being there is a problem. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Then Peyton gets home to Lucas and tells him that he punched Julian, didn't he? And she's happy that he got jealous. <laughs> it's a bad says, precedent to set. <laughs> I mean, but with those two, come on. Yeah. Uh, she I mean, also how, says that, how many times in six seasons has Lucas punched somebody? At least uh, once a season, right? Yeah, at least once a season. Yeah, he punched he punched Nathan for like that first season a couple times. Yeah, yeah, they were they were punching each other mm-hmm. earlier. That he's already punched a fucking student this season. Oh, that's right. That was that was, that was season five. Was no. it? No, yeah, it was because Lindsay yeah. was seeing somebody. Yep, yep. seeing somebody in it was season five. It was season five. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. He also punched. I think he punched Felix. He had to have punched somebody he definitely else. Definitely punched Felix. Yeah, he's punched he probably, Dan. He punched Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's punched somebody every season. It's fine. Yeah. He was, he was due. He was due. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Um, she also says that, um, he should do the movie as it won't be the same without him being involved and he shouldn't have any regrets about it at all. And Lucas tells her it's hard to know she was in love with Julian, but she has always been so strong when he's strayed from her. So he'll try to get over it. Good boy, Luke. Lucas. Oh my oh, God. Good boy. That bar. <laughs> Is so low. <laughs> it's underground. It is in hell. Uh, You've always been so strong when I've been a massive asshole to you. Exactly. So I'm not be an asshole. <laughs> right? That you fell in love with your rebound when I also fell in love with my rebound and almost got married to them. And almost and was and was standing at the altar. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When your rebound broke up with you because you were still in love with me. Yeah, and then got drunk and told you I hated you when mm-hmm. my rebound left me at the altar. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, and I kissed your best friend the oh. night that you said no. Mm-hmm. Dear God. And also, you didn't say no. <laughs> you said not right now, and I still went and tried to fuck your best friend. So... <laughs> Lucas Scott is the biggest piece of shit (laughs) on the planet. I'm sorry. (laughs) He is less of a piece of shit when he and Peyton pull their heads out of their asses and like Uh are together, but he is the biggest piece of shit on the planet. (laughs) What a main character we have, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and then he's like, and honestly, like, I would argue that for the last two seasons, he wasn't even the main character. Like, this is fully an, ense- an ensemble show now. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Like, he's not even narrating three. most of the episodes That's anymore. true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. They've moved on from that. But God. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Bless his heart. A- anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> La- ready for the last scene? We do this every time. Tangent before <laughs> the last scene. Then we finally end on Haley and Nathan, um, who... Um, I don't think this is going to be part of his, you know, recovery, Haley. But Haley's like, yeah, let's go upstairs for the other private after party. Let's fuck, bro. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Also, not good for his back. Exactly. She'll she'll figure it out. She's a smart lady. She'll be gentle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like, but still, 
list of things that he should be doing to rest. Sitting on his couch playing video games is at the top. Yes. So he did the right thing. Uh-huh. And then he decided to rearrange the living room, which was not a great idea. Nope. It's because the teenage boy who lives in his head was talking shit to him. And he's like, I got to rearrange the furniture so my wife will fuck me when she gets home. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It worked. It, it worked. worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're about to go up to bed when Nathan, um, Haley leaves. Nathan is scared shitless by Q. Q just pops out again. <laughs> like, which can is I kind come of with? sad. Which is kind of sad because I really wish, like, the entire time Haley had been, like, playing the encore. We don't get to see it. But I was really hoping that Q was just going to be sitting next to Nathan just with his hands, with his head in his hands, just looking up at him like, oh, looky there. <laughs> But no, Q scares the crap out of Nathan, and he tells Q he he misses Q, but, um, you know, Q just tells him, yeah, I know you miss me, but you just need to focus on that comeback, and I'll be with you every step of the way. And he tells him to live the life and live the dream with no fear. And Nathan just uh, says, yep, no fear, as he watches as Q disappears, and he smiles to himself, and the episode ends. And Nathan goes to fuck Haley. And Nathan goes and fucks his wife. Yep. <sighs> so, yeah. Oh, yes. Go ahead. No, it wasn't no, going to be no. anything good. <laughs> I mean, of course not. It's about Nathan and Haley fucking. It's fine. Odd. Anyway, what did we think of the episode, kids? I love this episode. It's a good episode. It's a really good one. Uh-huh. I love concert episodes. I, I've decided those are some of my favorites. Are the well, because episodes. here's the thing. They don't have time to fuck around and find out. They just have time to get to the heart of what's going on, say a yeah. couple lines, because they got to show half the song. Um, I can't remember uh, which song it was. I think it might have been Mia's song, because hers was like right in the middle of the episode, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, ben and I are watching this, and like it's a montage that keeps like swinging back to whoever's performing on stage, and then they they're like backstage talking about stuff, and Ben's like, "Wow, is this the end drama montage?" And I paused the episode. I'm like, "We are 20 minutes into this episode, my love. Mm-hmm. No." If you think this is the end of episode drama, what are, what are you watching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know yeah. Ben hasn't watched One Tree Hill in four months. It's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> We're yeah. all a little rusty. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I but no. Yeah. Love Angels and Airwaves. I can't. I, I can't state that enough. Uh, Everything's Magic, that song, is on several of my playlists that I listen to a lot. <laughs> And this is why we're all nostalgic millennials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's us. Yep. yep. Yeah. No, I like this episode a lot. It's good. Um, like I said, concert episodes always make them just cut through all the bullshit, get straight to the good stuff, which is always fun. Um, and you just get really fun moments, like the one between Sam and Mia, or between Brooke and Julian, which was hilarious. Like, you, yeah, don't be the third in the Peyton Lucas love no. triangle. It never works out. Yep. But it's good. Um, the Q stuff was weird, but yes. I get. I get why it was there because obviously Nathan couldn't be at the concert. So they needed Nathan to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And, but also when it comes to the grieving process of Q, Mm -hmm. Nathan is kind of the only person we really haven't sat with. Yeah. About it. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah. And mentoring Q really brought Nate back. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he he was 
on his way back for Haley, for Jamie, but it was mentoring Q and like working towards the same goal with mm-hmm. him that really brought him back to like the new and improved Nate that we yeah. have now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it and logistic- sense. Yeah. And logistically, I'm sure because I think it, they do say I think the most of the episode was filmed on a Marine base mm-hmm. um, for that for the concert. So it's like they who knows, maybe even logistically, it was like Nathan couldn't be there or something like that. So that's why they had this happen or, mm-hmm. you know, because they had very much everyone else was at that. And then you just go back and forth between him and them, which was cool. And it was nice. Um, I also realized Jamie is not in this episode at all. Oh, and I'm yeah. sad to say I kind of didn't miss him. Like I miss him, but no, he wasn't it's like the grownups are talking, you know, yeah. Right? Yeah. that's yeah. 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 Yeah, he's had enough fun going to underage parties at Brooks' store. Very he doesn't true. need to go be backstage at a concert. Very true. He's had a, a, a he's big had quite a year. <laughs> he's had quite the season this season. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. 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 So, but no, I really liked it. Um, yeah. Anything else we want to add? I I am just curious because like I can feel that they're like on their way, you know, to letting Nathan and Haley kind of move towards their individual dreams. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm just interested because last time they tried to do that, it was lots of conflict. And mm-hmm. I, I am curious to see how this affects the dynamic. Well, and they've been talking about it for the last two seasons. Cause let's not forget the therapy episode. They talked about it the same thing too. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, going after their dreams and having those dreams while also living their lives together. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But also, right. yeah. And the thing is, too, we're on episode 10 out of 24. This is a long season. Um, they packed in more episodes this season because of the writer strike that happened back then. Um, circle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they packed in because that's why I said, like, the first part of the season really feels like season five point two or 5.5 right. 5, you know for it so we're really kind of just now getting into like the meat of season six which is really good and i'm kind of excited to see what happens yeah um do I'm we think be the... honest, i don't remember what nathan and Haley's art for the rest of this season is all nope, of me the either. memes that i like okay i, I have seen wh- exactly one meme about tree hill and it's mm-hmm. something about season six like nathan being goals and I'm like, I'm excited for that because he is so far and I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> is it, and by meme, do you mean the photo I sent you last summer when I was on my post breakup depression walk around Wilmington? <laughs> <laughs> when I went to the bridge? I mean, because I'm pretty sure that's where that photo came from. It was, it was mm-hmm. like, you deserve season six, Nathan. Don't yep. let him treat you like he's season one. Exactly. Listen, I exactly. knew when I started describing it that there was a 97% chance it had come from one of you two. It, <laughs> it did. It was me. It, totally it was did. it was written on the One Tree Hill Bridge in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Someone put it, it there. Good. Yep. yep. A, very, a very wise person put it out in there because they're true. It's, very it's, wise it's, person. It's, it's, it's the facts. It's the facts. Uh, yes. <laughs> but um, uh, d- random question, Jesse, do you think the film will get made? And do you want to see that happen? I I don't know if I want it 
but this show doesn't care about what I want. So. <laughs> Do you think you're going to get it then? I I think we're going to have like some more drama about the okay. film. So uh, Julian's not going anywhere anytime soon. I'm assuming that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, it's just, just going to be going to be what it is, you know. And that's what this entire show is. That That's my like super hot take is like, you know, the show is just what it is. And that's what it is, you know? Uh, wow. Well, there we go. I am completely sober. I know you are. It's fine. <laughs> Again, it's, I, I, it's, what it's, I'm doing, three, it's 340 in the afternoon. It's fine it on a Sunday. It is Central Standard Time. No, I am yeah. looking through all of our uh, text our pictures that we've sent back and forth and all i'm finding is uh photos of us crying when <laughs> <laughs> the only photos uh, that matter the yep. only photos that matter are well brody's scott jersey scott brother jersey collection mm-hmm. that's right and um and us crying <laughs> i mean we have our priorities straight it's fine yeah th- that is our entire group chat dear anyway god dear god Oh boy. Okay. Anything else we want to add, kids, before we wrap up this tangent filled episode again? No. No. We're back. You love it. We do. That we do. That we do. All right. That's going to do it for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, do not forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us out. Rate us five stars. Subscribe. Leave us a good review. We love you all to do that. Uh, Follow us on social media. We are everywhere at On Wednesdays Pod. If you have a question, comment, or concern, hit us up on Instagram. That's where we kind of live most often in those Instagram DMs. And yeah, we will see you guys next week for another fun-filled episode of On Wednesdays. We watch One Tree Hill. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.